Ladies and gentlemen, from the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review. So there's two haunted mansions. Um, well, actually, there's more there's, than two. There's oh, the, the, come the, on, the, man. Yeah, there's well, there's there's a whole bunch of haunted mansions. But I would actually say there's really just two, though. You, you, do you count? <laughs> Woo! Oh, Jesus. Bless you, Louis. Please keep that in the podcast. <laughs> do, do, do you do you count? <laughs> I think I count Phantom Manor as a haunted mansion. We should. I don't. I guess I don't like it, so I don't want to count it. I think. I think if it has grim grinning ghosts in it, it's the haunted mansion. Fair enough. Fair. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah, I guess there's a distinction between a haunted mansion and the haunted mansion. And there's two of them. They differ in fundamental ways. Although they're remarkably similar. I mean, they they are. They're mostly they're mostly the same. Yeah, the, the, uh, most the, most people would not know the difference. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, especially if you haven't been like if you're not going to them back to back. Which let's be honest, you're not. No. Let's talk about the outside first. Sure. So the outsides are very very different. They That's could the not be difference. more different. Yeah. Yes. And thus the personality of both is completely different. Until you walk yeah, in the door. Yeah, it is true. I mean, there, the Walt's original thing for the Haunted Mansion in Anaheim was that they'll take care of the inside, we'll take care of the outside. Mm-hmm. The outside looks nice, the inside not so much. However, in Florida, they purposely plant like plants that look like they're dead or dying. Mm-hmm. Now, that and was not true when it opened. Sure. No, it looks like it was beautiful when it opened. I love looking at those old ones where it's like nice green grass and yellow flowers and all sorts of stuff. They, 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 it was definitely manicured then, but they changed yeah, the policy. Something happened. Yeah, something happened. And I'm not sure why it may get away with it just because it's kind of in a little weird nook. You know, kind of in there with the rivers of America, and you know, it's not really beside anything else, so it mm-hmm. can get a pass on that, right? Um, but yeah, it's you know, there's some really cool things about each of those on the outside, like the one in Anaheim. I, oh, by the way, if no one knows this, the Haunted Mansion is my favorite attraction. Wait a minute, I know, I know, <laughs> hold right? the phone, I know. <laughs> so, the outside at Disneyland, uh, has a few little uh graves and stuff just like the one in uh florida but the one in anaheim actually has a little cute little pet cemetery in the front but they Mm -hmm. also have a secret little pet cemetery in the back right it's a Um, real pet cemetery yeah it's pretty cool too um i I did not know this there's actually uh yes yes uh whose pets are buried there there's animals buried back there (laughs) i don't know i don't know yeah not pets Are they just the dead feral cats from Disneyland? That's just Absolutely. where they put them yeah, when they die? Probably, that's probably what it is. <laughs> Get another one, Jonas! Yeah, I mean, I, I recommend that anyone that's going there anytime soon should go check it out. Um, it just when you get almost to the door and you're, like, next to the steps and everything, yeah, just yeah. ask one of the cast members to uh, let you over there. And you just kind of wander around the right side of the mansion. Uh-huh. And there's, like, a little chain and... You go back there. Um, the weird thing is that if you go a little further back there, you just kind of walk to the end of the line there. You can walk on the sidewalk beside the house and see the actual backside of the house. The mystery, I guess, is intact that, you know, you, the whole thing is taking place inside this building. It, actually, that is my favorite Disney illusion, period. It's a wonderful thing. It is really good. And, and to the point, I never knew that until way into my Disney fandom. Like I right. like when I was up to up through my teenage years easily, I thought that, that whole ride was inside that building. You're not supposed to give it a second thought. You're yeah. supposed to just yeah. you just sort of yeah. assume it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think you know unless you think about it. I don't think many people think you know nope. that that's not the case. Nope. I think they just 
They assume it or they let their imagination run wild. Yeah. They don't really consider it. The illusion is intact. Now, the Walt Disney World facade, you almost can't even see it yeah. when you're waiting in line. There is the there's tarp. The, there's a tarp yeah. over you know, There's a canopy over your, your the line. So you, you really only see it when you are looking at it from a distance. When you're there, you right. barely see the facade at all. Yeah. Right. It seems pretty clear to me that that uh, awning was added after the fact there was no awning when the park opened and you had a great view of the mansion walking into it but the florida sun i think just got to people and the lines were long especially when the park opened and so i think that's when the awning came in and they kind of wrecked the best right. view of the mansion yeah. right and it does and i think you're right it never really feels like you're walking into it you're kind of walking in this weird side door mm-hmm. and it's not obvious what that is in a story element like am i walking into like a little carriage house yeah. am i walking yeah. into like the is servants this a quarters weird... yeah where <laughs> yeah. exactly are you supposed to be walking into the I'm not that, sure. that said when you walk in i do like the foyer better in florida i think the where you have yeah, the, right. the changing portrait of of the fireplace yeah. the yeah. the foyer in disneyland is just a, a, a square room that's decorated but just barely it has yeah. wallpaper yeah. Well, and like a parquet floor i think that in disneyland that just doesn't quite work for me or at least i don't feel anything about that room i think that in anaheim the foyer is good at night because the problem is that the light leaks into the room during the daytime. Mm-hmm. And when it's actually really dark, it feels like it's very big and really great. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, all the illusion of the silly fake wax candle, you know, candelabras and chandeliers and stuff is like totally believable when it's dark. Yeah. But when it's light out and you see things, you're like, oh, God. And so you're not really believing it. Mm-hmm. The stretching rooms have always been... Uh, appearance-wise, the same. Even though there's the classic thing about how one of them goes uh, down, and one of the one of them the ceiling raises, and one of them the floor goes down. Yeah. Do you know which one it is? Uh, Disneyland goes down, I think. Yes, you're right. And Disney World, go- uh, and w- I would I would guess that's because below the ground there. Uh, well, I guess the utilities are beneath there, but beneath that, you dig ten inches and there's water. <laughs> well, well, there's that, but the main thing is the train tracks at Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. You have to get underneath the train yeah. tracks yeah. to get out. That to was the, the, re- the yeah. Warehouse. They did that. They did that so that they could actually build the attraction. But in Florida, they loved the effect so much, but they didn't want to have to build an elevator because they didn't have to. Mm-hmm. So, right. Yeah, so there's a difference You could there. do a whole study of like how the Disneyland train has impacted all the attractions oh, there because yeah, that's why that's why Pirates has a waterfall that you go down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh no. Mm, is it? I think it is. I, yeah, I would say it, yeah, it gets you underneath the berm to get to the show building. Yeah. But that's not but that's not where you go under the the waterfall happens a little earlier, and now you may it, uh, right that it's yeah, it's, so it's that not the placement is not it, dictated it gets you by down. the fact that you have to do it is dictated by that, I think. Right. I mentioned before, I grew up in Michigan, so we would go to Disney World every year. And so that one was always sort of closer to my heart in terms of the way it looked. And in its favor, I'll say that I think it looks sort of scarier. It, it looks does. more like kind of like the House of Usher or something like that. Yeah. The one thing I don't like about it is it kind of the way it sits up kind of above the attraction and above the queue. You don't feel like you're really interacting with it and kind yeah. of going into it the same way you are in Anaheim. Yep. Yeah. I agree with that. I, Anaheim, you're actually walking on the porch. You're walking behind the house. You're yeah. doing all those but things. But when you're in Florida, you're looking up on the front lawn yeah you are below the front lawn it's much more imposing in florida that is for sure there's actually a good reason why it has to look like that the orlando one like we already said 
it has to, uh, the stretching rooms have to raise up, the ceilings go up, and that makes it very tall. In Anaheim, there it can be relatively short because the floors are going down, but in Orlando, you have to have all that space built into the facade so you have room for the uh, for the ceilings to raise. Oh, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. The building has to be, you know, 40 feet tall. Yeah, so they just build the berm up, and it, it just looks like it's, yeah. That's right. You can't, have the, you can't have the house. I mean, they could have made the house four stories tall, but it would have looked kind of unusually large then, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so they ended up, they, have, they had to build it up on a, a platform, essentially, so they had enough room to, yeah. to hide the entire stretching room inside of the, the front facade. Well, that makes sense, but if they had built it like the the one in Disneyland and they wouldn't have needed to hide. They would have done it into the ground. That's right. But I think because of the utilidor issue and the swamp issue, which Alex pointed out, I think that makes it complicated. (laughs) I just don't understand it. The stretching room just keeps filling up with water. What are we going to do? I don't know. (laughs) Now the Paris stretching room, what does that do? I I think it does the same thing as Disney world, to be honest, because the train in Paris sits pretty high. Uh huh. Um, I think there's probably enough room to raise the the roof because it's a big front raise building. Like it, raise the roof, and then just have you walk straight through. Yeah. That's my that's my guess, but I don't know. We'll have to confirm that. I don't remember the stretching room in Paris because you know, when I when I was there, I had the flu, so I have weird memories of Paris. Oh um, yeah, it's the same. It's there's a, there's a stretching room. The paintings are totally kind of different in character, though. The the Paris haunted mansion is or Phantom Manor is yeah. really about the bride. It's almost like this operatic story about uh the the tragedy of this bride and they they really hit you over the head with it in every single room and so all the portraits are of the bride in the precarious situation it doesn't play as humor at all even if they intended it to and it just it doesn't work for me well anyway right now and the entirety of the show building is within the railroad tracks in paris in paris yes oh you mean so everything is. Um, look at Phantom Manor. The entirety of Phantom Manor is within inside within the railroad tracks. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Like I said, I think their train is built up pretty high, like on a twenty foot, you know, elevated berm around the entire perimeter. Right. I, I think that I remember they, that as well. And I think they looked, they knew better after making this one because you can look and because they have it up high, they can have little roads go under it a few times. Right. Which is pretty nice, kind of like Critter Country style. We need to go back to Paris. Yeah. It's been a long time. (laughs) The Haunted Mansion foyer is definitely interesting. The thing that that trips me up, almost, actually, is that in in Anaheim, there's actually like a seam in the floor and you see the little elevator tracks if you're, if you're looking at it, Uh but you can, you can definitely feel it with your feet when you walk. And this is a thing that like Walt um, thought about when, you know, making the park, when you walk into a different area, you want it to feel a little different. So the, the differences in like the texture of the cement and stuff in different areas kind of clue your feet into what you're about to walk in. Mm-hmm. So, but man, when you feel those elevator tracks or if you slightly trip on them or something, it's just, oh, it's so aggravating. Florida, you don't get that at all. So it's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. I do like the sensation of the elevator going down though. It makes the ride feel a little bit more, more spooky. You know, that you're actually kind of moving and it, it throws you it throws your equilibrium off a little bit. The queue in Disneyland is, you know, 
not really much. But the queue in Florida had changed pretty significantly recently. We might have talked a little bit about it before, but just to run through it, there's a weird riddle thing in the front with like five busts and you got to figure out who killed who in what order. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, a weird thing where you gotta, like, they're basically all toys yeah. um, to keep yourself occupied. So there's a little thing where you plug up one of the holes and, like, other holes are spraying water at you. And Well, this all sort uh, of came out of their, the next-gen effort, I think, at right. Disney World to make, and part of that was making queues more interactive. And so, I'm not sure why, but they picked the Haunted Mansion as the place to, as a place to do that. Yeah. And so it's got all these sort of little games to play and things the to thing, touch. Th- the thing that's weird about it is that the Haunted Mansion didn't need it more than... I mean, every other ride needed it way more than the Haunted Mansion. Definitely. The Haunted Mansion doesn't have... I mean, the line doesn't have a line problem. And, yeah. and the line moves pretty quick, so you don't, yeah, you don't, the you don't line, tend to yeah. tally very long, you know? Th- thanks, thanks, Omnimovers. Yep. They made it an option, right? At other rides, you almost need to have it in place, like, in the actual line. But in Haunted Mansion in Florida, it the line splits. It's like, do you want to go through the cemetery, or do you want to proceed directly? Directly to the foyer and it's like well uh, directly to the foyer <laughs> is that a trick question florida is interesting because they've really added a lot of new things to that ride over the past 10 years yeah they really and they didn't really i mean i appreciate that in general like I, I think most of the changes have been either neutral to good mm-hmm. um but i'm not sure why they felt the need to do that yeah uh, yeah but it, it's interesting know. you know what i do yeah. really like is that the room they added where you you're kind of going up the staircase yeah the stairs footsteps that's a really good room yeah really nice i want to go back to the stretching room for one second because there's one thing that they added well two things um in the stretching room in florida they added the ghost host his voice kind of bounces around the room right um they have a new effect where they they added like a hundred speakers to the room or something like that and it moves around dolby atmos yeah, it is like Dolby Atmos. Yeah. Now, I have to say, I'm not that impressed by the effect. It sounds like just somebody playing with a fader control to me. It just, <laughs> sure. It's just the voice moving around. I don't really think it, it adds all that much. But one thing they did do was they added these very prominent uh, creaking sounds to when the room starts stretching. Like, you hear right. these timbers kind of bending and uh-huh, creaking. Uh-huh. It's really yeah. prominent. Uh, yeah. And it actually sounds pretty cool. I bet it and does. It... It also answers this question that's always been in my mind of what is going on when this room is stretching? Like, right. is the room stretching? Am I hallucinating? Is right. this what is room? hallucination? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is the conceit that's actually going on here? Because it, it isn't very. It's never been very clear. It's just like a cool effect. Yeah. And so it sounds like this room is like kind of tearing itself apart, and it's it's really cool. I bet that is. I bet that that uh, I, I can totally imagine that. I'll have to send you the audio. I I have it. It's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Please do. I'd love to hear that. The boarding areas are very different in in the two attractions. In Florida, it's sort of this... They they changed it recently, but conceptually it's basically the same. It's just like a beautiful hallway in the mansion. And it looks like a real hallway, and it has some portraits there that they've added recently. Whereas in Disneyland, it's this weird kind of mist that's behind the Omni Movers. Mm -hmm. You're looking like out into fog, and... It's kind of this weird ambiguity about whether you're kind of inside or outside. That's always made me uneasy in Disneyland. I, I never quite know what they're trying to get across to me. Hmm. I, I, I like that just because of how spooky it is. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those really environmental things that just gives you kind of a weird sense of, I don't know, place and foreboding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I've always enjoyed it. I've never, really, I've never really thought about the fact that it doesn't fit in a basement. 
Because <laughs> I suppose yeah. it doesn't, you know? Yeah. Yeah, to be honest with you, I'm not really sure I remember the Florida one all too much, the boarding area itself. I mean, I know, like, the intro sequence, but I don't really un- I don't really remember it. Right. Um the the Anaheim one I'm n- not really a fan of to be honest. It bothers me quite a lot and it's mostly because at nighttime when your eyes have adjusted, you can see everything. And it's just black walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see a lot of, of a lot of painted black infrastructure in that room. Yeah, and you can see like, you know, where something is just dirty just cuz it's not perfectly black and it's yeah, it bothers me a lot. I really wish that room was really themed because you're not you're not outside right you're not supposed to be outside you just walked inside you're in the basement so okay so louis i'll just mention you sent us a picture it was it's some concept art of the haunted mansion loading area and that flat out is saying that you're outside yep right it's a well it's sort of this weird ambiguity what's it's it's this weird transition because you're inside there's a carpet and there's a wall Mm -hmm. but there's trees and a graveyard and clouds it's a dimensional shift yeah Yeah, there's something weird yeah yeah it looks like something happened but yeah i'm not really sure what that's all about but it looks yeah (laughs) the spirits had a raging party and they broke the house yeah (laughs) the wall is now gone where i found this from they actually said something like it looks like they only developed this halfway Yes. And that definitely feels true. So after the boarding area, there's a couple differences also because the Disney World one is actually longer. It's a longer attraction than the Disneyland one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's got a couple of rooms. It has a, a library. And it has that's where they put all the busts, uh, the busts that kind of appear to be always staring straight at you. And then the next space is a piano being played. And you can only see the, just the shadow of the player. You don't see the actual mm-hmm. right. The, and that effect, that effect is uh, in the attic in Anaheim. You're right. Yep. Yes, yes, they do the same thing in the attic, and or you know, a, a similar thing. And then there was a room that, for decades, was just had two gigantic. Well, not gigantic, but two big spiders in it. Two big spider webs. Uh-huh. It was sort of this weird, cheap funhouse effect that kind of felt kind of out of place. And then about maybe what eight years ago, they changed it into the Escher staircases, where yeah. it's like it just like the, looks like stairs everywhere. And uh, these you see kind of footsteps moving around on them. Yeah, it's the it's the Winchester Mystery House at Disneyland. It does sort of give that yeah impression, and it it looks it looks pretty good. I think it's it's better than the spiders were. Now after that, I think it's after the uh, the sort of extra Disney World scenes. The two are pretty similar. Although I guess I do want want to do one sort of shout out. There's an amazing effect in between the Escher staircases. And the hallway after it, where there are these kind of creepy little eyes looking at you, uh-huh. and they kind of dissolve into the wallpaper. So you know the wallpapers have had the classic uh, haunted mansion wallpaper has these eyes in it, and these real eyes somehow kind of meld into the wallpaper eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really hard to explain, but it's done really well. It kind of blew my mind the first time I saw it. It was a new effect that they added when they did the Escher stairs. Yeah, because it used to be that they just um, the white of their eyes was just a glow in the dark yeah, sort a, of thing. Yeah, like black and paint. So yeah, right. Black light paint. And so just yeah. So after a little while, it would just like the lights dimmed and they used black lights, and so they started to glow. But yeah. Anyway, 
that was really cool to me. After that, the rides are pretty similar. Like, uh, yeah, the ballroom is almost identical. I think the ballroom is basically identical. There's the infinite hallway with the candelabra that's mm-hmm. identical. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the you know the, the room with the, the conservatory with Exitensio trying to get out of the uh, coffin. Mm-hmm. He's the one doing the voice there. And but, then the, I'm sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say, but then it ends totally differently. Yep. <laughs> the the very end. Once you get past the. Uh, well, the attics are slightly different. Yeah, they are. Um, although they both have the new, the latest bride. I think their brides are pretty similar now. Yeah, yeah. The one in Anaheim is still not amazing. I still have a problem. I, 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 it's probably because I just don't understand this. But like, why? What is the little bride at the end? <laughs> yes, that's a good like, like little what, Leota. Like, yeah, it's what a very is, good what question. What is that? <laughs> I've never understood. Is it a little Leota or is it a little bride? I thought, I it, was, I thought it was a little bride. Well, they I've call, heard it she's called, called little Leota. But right. it, it, it is Leota Tombs, and it's her real voice. Okay, so anyway, Leota Tombs is an Imagineer that they got to do uh, Madame Leota. But they don't use her voice for Madame Leota. They use Eleanor Audley, who is the voice of Maleficent in the Sleeping Beauty cartoon. Mm-hmm. And she's also Lady Tremaine in Cinderella. Yep, that's correct. Yeah, so she does all sorts of scary uh, female voices, and yes. so she's she's a good fit for that. But it's not her face. Um, but then for Little Leota, it really it's Leota Tombs again, but it's actually Leota Tombs' voice. Now the question is, what is that? What what are you supposed to be yeah. thinking when you see that? And I st- I really don't know. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what that's all about. Mm. I mean, all she's telling you is to come back and bring your death certificate. Yeah, which which I'm not going to do. <laughs> it's one of the creepiest thing in the Haunted Mansion, actually. It, no, no. The creepiest thing is the really, really dark humor that is the stretching room ending, which is that there's no windows and no doors, but there's always my way. Suicide. Suicide. <laughs> yeah. 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 What? It took it took me decades to realize that's what was being said because I, I sort of you know started going to the haunted mansion when I was like seven. Yeah, I and never, so I just didn't I give it any thought. thought. This when I was a kid, yeah, no, you don't even think about and it. All of a sudden, it becomes clear. Wait, he's talking about he he hung himself, yep. right? Which is to get out is it's pretty crazy. freaky. Except yeah. he didn't get out. <laughs> he's still there. <laughs> well, yeah, no, he's probably like, yeah, <laughs> this didn't work. <laughs> 